Hello to everyone out there. Today is Thursday, the 24th of August. My name is Ben, and God has gathered you and I to say the daily office. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall show forth your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 130 Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark inequities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all his inequities. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 131 O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul. Like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 133 Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He begins verse 17 of chapter 22 of the book of 2 Samuel. And David's song of deliverance continues. He sent from on high, he took me. He drew me out of many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he rewarded me. 
for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his rules were before me, and from his statutes I did not turn aside. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself from guilt. And the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight. With the merciful, you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man, you show yourself blameless. With the purified, you deal purely. And with the crooked, you make yourself seem torturous. You save a humble people, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them down. For you are a lamp, O Lord, and my God lightens my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Here ends the lesson. He begins verse 21 of chapter 19 of the book of Acts. Now, after these events, Paul resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia and Archaea and go to Jerusalem, saying, After I've been there, I must also see Rome. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. About that time, there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. For a man named Demetrius, a silversmith who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades and said, Men, you know that from this business we have our wealth. And you see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there is danger, not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may even be disposed from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship. When they heard this, they were enraged and were crying out, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! So the city was filled with confusion, and they rushed together into the theatre, dragging with them Gaius and Aristarchus, Macedonians who were Paul's companions in travel. But when Paul wished to go in among the crowd, the disciples would not let him. And even some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his, sent to him and were urging him not to venture into the theatre. Now, some cried out one thing, and some another, for the assembly was in confusion, and most of them did not know why they had come together. Some of the crowd prompted Alexander, whom the Jews had put forward, and Alexander, motioning with his hand, wanted to make a defence to the crowd. But when they recognised that he was a Jew, for about two hours they all cried out with one voice, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! And when the town clerk had quieted the crowd, he said, Men of Ephesus, who is there who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is the temple keeper of the great Artemis, and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Seeing then that these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash, for you have brought these men here 
who are neither sacrilegious nor blasphemers of our goddess. If therefore Demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you seek anything further, it shall be settled in the regular assembly. For we really are in danger of being charged with rioting today, since there is no cause that we can give to justify this commotion. And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly. Here ends the lesson. And in this moment of silence, let's reflect on what God has said to us in his word. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give us peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. O God, who declares your almighty power most chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of your grace that we, running the way of your commandments, may obtain your gracious promises and be made partakers of your heavenly treasure through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We praise you, Lord of all, for the gifts of Christ our ascended King, for apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. Hear our prayer for all who do not know your love and have not heard the gospel of our Saviour Jesus Christ. Send out your light and truth through the messengers of your word. Help us to support them by our prayers and offerings, and hasten the coming of your kingdom, 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, my friends, we've done it again. We've spent another day in God's Word and in praying together. Uh, Thank you so much for being a part of it in this Daily Office podcast. And on this podcast, uh, every day, every morning, uh, we read the Bible following the Bible readings set out in an Australian lectionary, uh, the official list of readings for the Australian church. (laughs) Uh, The readings for morning prayer in that lectionary we follow. And yeah, it's worth thinking about yeah, why, why do we systematically go through the whole Bible, or at least half the Bible, if you follow this podcast, because we don't do, we do morning prayer, not evening prayer. <laughs> uh, but we go through a big chunk of the Bible every year systematically following this lectionary. Uh, why do we do that? Well, here's some thoughts from A.W. Tozer, the great American theologian and pastor. He said, the word of God, well understood and religiously obeyed, is the shortest route to spiritual perfection. And we might, uh, <clears throat> and rather, we must not select a few favorite passages to the exclusion of others. Nothing less than a whole Bible can make a whole Christian. So let me encourage you to keep reading the Bible, keep soaking it in and uh, growing in spiritual maturity uh, and becoming a whole Christian uh, as it's the shortest path to spiritual perfection. And indeed, if you've got a friend or a family member who you'd like to you know, encourage to read the scriptures or maybe restart a daily habit of reading the scriptures, uh, why not pray for them and uh, send them a link to this podcast? Uh, who knows, maybe maybe this is what they'll need to get back into God's word and, and growing in Christian maturity. Well, God bless you, friends. Have a wonderful Thursday. Look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. To finish, let us pray. Almighty God, You have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.